Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber where as you can tell we're running some drills. The drills that I asked to be ran after I finished recording. Hello? Hi mate. I thought the drills weren't scheduled until after 10. Sorry Basil. We had to reschedule because some of the shadows were feeling nervous after watching the movie Neza. It was just a bloody movie. Do they really think an evil demon child is going to come to Earth and wreak havoc upon it? I mean, it's happened before. You and I were the ones who stopped it the last time. Oh, that's a good point. Can you just tell them to hold off for five minutes? Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. Guys, guys, take a break. Get some water and get her aid. You're doing great. Take a break. Okay, Basil, you're good. <sighs> Sorry about that. So for first time listeners, we are a movie review podcast partnered with a secret organization of fighters, martial artists, Brad Pitt when he played Achilles in the movie Troy, all band together to fight evil for the good of mankind. Our honorary shadows, Alex Kohn and Nikonsi, who began their movie review podcast, coincidentally named their podcast the same name as our organization. So we took them on and allow them to record their podcast here. I, of course, am Basil, retired Assassinations Corpse, now your host. The boys and some of the shadows here watch the Chinese animated film Neza, a movie about a boy named Neza who was born with unique powers. Other than being born the size of an eight-year-old who could walk and talk, I'm pretty sure that's why C-section births were invented. Neja, through prophecy, was destined to bring destruction to the world and was outcast by his village out of fear. I feel like this is one of those times when the parents don't need to tell their neighbours about their kids. Oh, he has a nervous tick and randomly yells out dicks. So, you know, be prepared for that. That's something you disclose to your neighbours. Bringing destruction to the world, that's family business. You figure it out in the comfort of your own home so the lad can have a normal childhood. It's just Parenting 101. All right, everyone. Please enjoy the show. Okay. Drill's back on. Someone get me my spear. By the light. This is blinded by the light. No uh, sound. Oh, okay. No, it's just eighties. Oh, okay. Music. It's beautiful. All eighties on Spotify. You're beautiful. Thanks, man. The Spotify sponsors us. Not I need, really. Oh, I but they should. I needed to hear that though. I needed to hear that I'm beautiful after just. I feel like Cinderella after she scrubbed oh. the floors and. You're beautiful. It's true. Yeah. That's how it goes, right? Yeah, that's what how the fairy godmother like, sang yeah, to Cinderella after she. Sorry, angel. Who are you, lady? In a crowded place. Am I the angel? And I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't like that song. <laughs> what song is that? Cause I'll never be with you. Guys, this is this is June after he. 
uh, took a nap. Yo, beautiful! <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> He's got so much energy and pizzazz. Um, what's up, everybody? It's Alex. And uh, as Basil mentioned earlier, this is a movie review podcast. I'm, I'm super awake, as you can hear in, totally. the, in the rasp in my voice. Um, that other beautiful voice that you just heard is Junebug, a.k.a. Khan. A.K.A. Uh, I believe my stage name is um, da, 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 da. We can come back to me. Oh, look at it up. <laughs> and then the guy in front of me, definitely not yawning. Uh, not yawning. No, that's Nikanti. That's our super buff. I knew it. Super buff. My um, name is James Blunt. Ah, okay. That's the song. Okay. I got you. I, was, I feel yeah. like I just told you that in my head, silently. No, you definitely didn't because all you said earlier was, I hate that song. Junior, you're supposed <laughs> to be listening for those telekinetic brainwaves that he sends off. I'm in, too busy. I'm too silently. busy practicing the reverse of rather than accessing other people's minds, defending my own mind to block off other people. This sounds very lonely. Open yourself up, buddy. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> like a sad. <laughs> I want you to use that to express every emotion. Kind of like how Marshall and How I Met Your Mother was doing that one sentence he knows in Italian. Uh. <laughs> but do it like with the song. It's like, hey, June, you hungry? You're beautiful. Oh, okay. It's true. June's not hungry, guys. Like, it's beautiful. June, I just, you, wow, you just got in a car accident. How you doing? Yo, beautiful. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Yo, beautiful. It's true. He's traumatized and he'll never love again. It's really sad, actually. I saw an angel in a crowded place. But he may, with time, make a recovery. And I don't know what to do. This time he really doesn't know what to do. The The words were literal in this context. So, um, It feels so good to be in front of you guys again. Like, how many episodes have we done remotely? Like three? Yeah, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. So with that cell phone, bro? But we make it happen. He's researching. You yeah. know this. Why are you why are you attacking him like this? Yeah. All right. You won't believe what I found for you. This this is totally you. I'm really excited and I want to hear all about it. So I'm just gonna tell everybody we went to the movies today. It was family movie Sunday. And we watched the movie, the Chinese uh animated film uh called Neja. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that there wasn't like some sort of subtitle. They really wanted it to be just Neza. Like, this is the story of like the craziest Chinese deity among them. He's there's there's a lot of crazy Chinese deities. Deities in general are just wild. From but yeah, from like Chinese lore, I I love them. Um, and I doubt that you really heard anything about this one in particular. Not until to, you told me. Yeah, you yeah. were telling me a little bit about it. What What were you trying to tell me before I, sh- I shoved the camera of my phone up your nose? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, just that, like, and even for me, and I actually went through the process after playing, like, the first God of War to, like, look up more uh, Roman mythology and Norse mythology that comes into the first game, which the first game came out in, like, what, 2002, Myron? Nakansi? Around there. Like yeah, sounds right. Good, yeah. <laughs> good recovery. Is it a recovery or was it an intentional slip up? Ooh. Huh? Maybe I'm the one doing new things this podcast. Sounds like it's going to be like Who the mystery knows? of the uh, Tootsie Pop. The world may the never t- know. Tootsie Pop. The Tootsie Ro- Okay, so what happened when you were playing World we of... We bad. We bad. We got a war. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just using that up. as an example of um, just me look like that was my kind of personal stepping stone for even being interested in looking up a bunch of mythos mm-hmm. and uh, Chinese mythology is very strange. In fact, I, even still, I only know off the top of my head a couple of these like crazy deities that are like much more strictly chinese mythology rather Mm -hmm. than kind of hodgepodge of like potential things like uh the avatars of vishnu like is from hinduism and stuff oh okay right so uh guan yu is uh i want to say he's the god of war yeah he he is the god of war but he was like a real person by a lot of like folklore that you read up about he's, it. he's an actual general right guan yu is uh in the in the movie was he the was he the father no, no he wasn't in this movie <laughs> i was just using i was again using this as a like that's a common like chinese myth like mythology you'll hear right um another kind of like folklore hero would be wong fei hong who was like Basically, the hero of the Boxer Rebellion, I think. Nikansi, you want to step in on that one? <laughs> There's like so many. Were they a bunch different... of people with like boxes, and they're like, "We don't have enough boxes," and so they started rebelling. He boxed so much. <laughs> no, he, he's a Chinese martial artist, but he's also a physician and a folk hero. Ah, okay. And in the in that case, these are definitely like. With Guan Yu and Wong Fei Hong, these were definitely like real people who jumped up to that insane celebrity deity worship stardom. Okay, so Neza. But Neza, from all that I could read up on, was, is actually more of a just like kind of myth, like like a more mythical magic story of a boy who was born almost a like full-grown kid yeah like a eight or nine year old maybe right? even a 10 year old right yeah something like that um and uh again depending on which kind of stories that you fall you can find and follow uh they he basically marked uh, he was basically marked as one of the calamities or catalysts for the end of the world. Right. Which in the movie, actually, he was uh, born as the demon pill. Right. And he was going to be, mm-hmm. uh, in three years from his birth, he was going to commit like a mass, like a, like a massacre. 
Yeah. Of people. Some sort of massive calamity. 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 That's such a funny word. Can we all say that? Can I hear you say it, Nikansi? Calamity. Um, uh. Okay. Can I hear you say it, Myron? Calamity. <laughs> you said it just like Nikansi. I know. It was like it's exactly like, the it's same. It's almost like people can't realize that there's two different people on the podcast. There's there's Nikansi and then there's Myron. <laughs> now, no. Myron is, is like, he's the goofball. But Nikansi's all business. Calamity. You know what's crazy? Yeah. That was actually Myron. <laughs> but just saying it serious because he's a goofball. In Journey to the West, Neza was a general <laughs> under his father, um, who was the pagoda-wielding heavenly king, Li Jing. And he fought the monkey king uh, uh-huh. when the monkey king rebelled against the Jade Emperor. And they became friends later. Oh, really? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Journey to the West is one of China's four great classical novels of Chinese literature. There's so many movies of that one and remakes of those movies. and But nobody ever really knows the whole story unless you go and read Journey to the West. For sure. But I like, okay, so I like what they did with this story. So again, um, they had a few different things going on because they had uh, a dragon like oh yeah prince. do we want to do we want to pull back a little bit and reiterate that like this movie follows the tale in a more kid friendly manner of right Neza who essentially is like the demon prince demon pill boy some, some super chaotic energy mm-hmm is born, he marks the eventual calamity of Earth. Right. Um, in this tale. In other tales, it is essentially that he is born and is prophesied to be such a powerful being that uh, Al Kong, the thunder god dragon, who in this movie was actually the king dragon palace, mm-hmm. uh, sends his son... Ao Bing, who we meet in the movie, to actually kill Neza before he reaches any form of power. Yes. Um, in different stories, Ao Bing literally just gets slammed and killed. That's the end of that story. Neza's too powerful. Uh, but in this movie... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It's family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best way of saying it without spoiling anything. But... Um, no, it's a great story because they go into Ao Ping's, uh, story as well, because you can tell that off of what's going on in Ao Ping's life, uh, B where boy, you keep having a hard P on your B. <laughs> is it, is it Bing? Uh, it's Ao Bing. Are you sure? Y- yes. Okay. Because I've, I had I watched a couple I'm, of... I'm going to believe you. <laughs> um... And allow myself to be made looked like a fool. But what I was gonna say is, uh, the what sto- you were gonna say is Wojerdao. The stir. <laughs> Wojerdao. No, Wojerdao, which means Wobu. I don't. I don't know. Sure. Uh, do that. But doesn't doesn't Wojerdao mean I d- I know? Yes, it does. But I don't yeah. know. Oh. Uh, what I was gonna say is that <laughs> drop uh, your drows. Albing's. Uh, Open your cows. Story was going to actually lead into the sequel. Lose the round. Right? Because that looks like it's going to be a super dope story. Um, Cool the cow. And as I'm bowling right over 
just plowing right over these not striking, amazing though unfortunately the story no you're no you're bowling over but you're not hitting any strikes i'm not oh but can you insert <laughs> some wind chimes here i will i have a history segment before you finish talking about what's going on in the movie just to give them a backstory okay i think we talked about the the plot enough to where i think they got a good idea of what was going on in this movie Tell us the history. Okay, this um, was actually an article that Shen Yun Performing Arts released. Just so everybody knows, this is Nikansi. Back in 2014. And they titled it Neja, the most unusual boy in Chinese mythology. Like all boys, Neja was born from his mother's womb. That, however, is where Neja's similarity to most boys ends. While not known to many in the West, for Chinese, Neja has been a household name for centuries. He appears in everything from mythology to techno dances, popular movies to classical novels such as Investiture of the Gods and Journey to the West. Full stop. Techno dances? I know. What the fuck? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I want to find just, out. I just picture people in Jinko jeans dancing. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. Go ahead. According to legend, it all began 3,000 to 4,000 years ago, during the Shang Dynasty in northeastern China. A military commander, Li Jing, anxiously awaited the birth of his third child, and he was anxious for good reason. His wife's pregnancy had lasted three years and six months. Whoa. Okay, that, that's tough. Whew. I feel bad for her. I do too. Depending on uh, depending on your own personal beliefs and and your own mythos and stuff, like that baby was dead a long time ago. But it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't. Because the night before going into labor, his wife Lady Yin dreamt she saw a Taoist immortal sweeping his magical whisk across her belly. Mm, okay, so that's his penis no I'm just, i don't know magical Shifu. Whisk. yeah come on man yeah <laughs> it's a kid movie remember <laughs> oh yeah that's right he asked her to accept the child being conferred upon her and to call him neja also jesus Whoa. just kidding but you see how that works it's the story of jesus but it but jesus was an immaculate conception i know that's what they're saying oh really oh okay okay i understand now Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. The next day, Lady Yin gave birth to a large, round ball of flesh, basically a meatball. Shocked and disappointed, her husband suspected the anomaly to be demonic and drew his sword. He proceeded to strike the fleshy mass, piercing the surface and revealing, to his amazement, a grown, vivacious child, Neja. Shortly after, a Taoist immortal arrived and offered to take the boy as his disciple. Both parents consented, with the Taoist then bestowing Neja with a magic instrument, the cosmic wheel. Neja enrages an evil dragon. The extent of Neja's extraordinary powers would soon be revealed. One hot day, Neja, eager to cool off, went bathing in a nearby sea. Still, unaware of the power that his magical instrument possessed, he took his cosmic wheel the shape of a medium, hula hoop, but heavier than any mortal could lift, and swished it around only to end up causing massive tremors deep in the water below. The tremors caused by Neja shook the underworld palace of the Dragon King of the East Sea. 
The enraged Dragon King ordered one of his scouts to find out who or what was causing the chaos. Upon discovering Neja, a mere boy to be the culprit of the seaside antics, the scout expected to kill him with ease. With one blow of his cosmic wheel, though, Neja killed the scout. Learning of this, the Dragon King sent his favorite son to deal with Neja. Neja killed him as well. Oh, interesting. Over- Was that supposed to be Ao Bing? Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Overcome with rage, the Dragon King vowed to report Neja's crimes to the Jade Emperor, supreme ruler of the heavens and mortal realms. Neja, however, dashed to the gates of the Jade Emperor's palace and arrived there before the Dragon King. Using invisibility charms, he caught the Dragon King by surprise and served him a round of blows before he could see the Jade Emperor. Perhaps what has made Neja so endearing, his unlikely powers aside, is the ebullient, playful persona of this age-defying folk hero. Ultimately, Neja and figures like him invite us to partake in a world of wonder, a world where the horizons of human possibility are stretched, always for the better. Thank you so much, Nikansi. Um, I'd like to ask Myron what his impressions of the movies were. Uh, it was visually stimulating, like nonstop. It was, My, you're such a goofball. It was kind of crazy. You're such a, you're such a goofball. I was like, I was like, <laughs> wow, what? Uh, I feel like I was a little kid watching a, an amazing looking film. I legitimately could not believe you what we were watching because that IMAX was actually fun. Like the amount of actual 3d that came out was just enough to top what were already amazing visuals. I was like, Oh, oh, I would not want to see this and not IMAX. This is amazing. You know, what's cool is like a Western audience member is that it's a new story. You know what I mean? Like I almost, I mean, I don't know how many times I think this movie has been done before, right? Uh, in China. But yeah, they have at least 20 different TV shows and films. Sure. So, I mean, they're no better than Disney than what they're doing. But it's still a brand new story, so I was sucked in immediately just cuz the lore is just the, the, right is so rich. There's enough parallels um in the way that they produced this one to make it easier for western audiences to absorb like storytelling wise, I believe. However, at the same time, it was a very very unique story and uh in particular there are so many different insane characters with insane stories that are in chinese mythos that you can look into uh i for example the jade empire uh which is a part of one of the stories that takes place within journey to the west itself has this insane other general named Erlong Shen who has like a third op- a third opening eye. I mean, it sounds like, super dope, and I, <laughs> and I'm happy that uh, that movie got brought over to the West. And uh, supposedly, the, we're getting a trilogy. Yes, it looks like it's gonna be legit. Because yeah, we're the sequel that that was. Oh. It was kind of nice oh. of them how they right before the end credits started, they're like, "Don't you dare go anywhere." They had like there three post credit scenes. They had like three post credit scenes. I almost left at the, after the first one. And they let you know. Yeah, wow. that was nice of them. That's courteous. Hey, American movies, figure that shit out. Damn. Yeah, it was actually, you know, we stumbled on this movie by surprise. Um, 
they typically don't have huge releases for for Asian films where right. they set out a bunch of trailers. Uh, and this just this didn't even pop in the regular list of movies. I was looking under Mission Valley. Okay. And I saw it pop up. And it was cool to see like an audience um that that didn't need subtitles. Oh yeah, for sure. There was We we were with a huge bunch of different uh Chinese families. Yeah. And they, they were, were all cr- laughing. They were cracking up. Yeah. They were laughing at certain jokes that I didn't get because of the translation. Right. Like when they would they would play with names. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them, I don't know what the original, the name means, um, but it's like accidentally calling somebody butthead or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. But they would laugh and I was like, oh, okay, that was funny. That was a wordplay joke in yeah, Chinese. Yeah. They do do that because, a lot. Because, yeah, I, in, definitely in all the other language there are other puns that are way more witty than american english puns i will (laughs) say that like um the uh animation was very top quality that was crazy animation it was super smooth too i was like really really surprised once once we got from like regular kind of day-to-day movie scenes and we got into like crazier action scenes it was still really detailed and really smooth. And the clothing rippled. Yeah. When people, when you're, the people were walking, their clothing was moving. How about the facial expressions? Yeah. They Everything were, was super clean. And like, and again, it was like on par, if not better than like American, like animation. Uh, because like, I mean, this is my first exposure to like a Chinese animated, animated film. film. And speaking, I was speaking of, uh, like western animation i'm gonna name drop really hard dreamworks has a lot of really bad 3d animation this was like a really good dreamworks yeah like that was like that was like when you first watched shrek you're like it's in 3d oh my god right they can do that I'm trying to like compare it to another like more recent. The closest DreamWorks. one would probably be like How to Train Your Dragons. I was just thinking about that one. Yeah, and that one's like great because it's quality. mainly a a family film that adults can appreciate, but also they have little fart jokes here and there for kids. <laughs> um, I have to say that these fart jokes were pretty good, though. <laughs> I. Definitely appreciate these fart jokes. Ah, that's my what the fuck moment, guys. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say it and get it out of the way. Uh, they wait. It's got family me to, friendly. What they, the fish? The what the fish? They got me to. <laughs> <laughs> they got me to laugh at a fart joke because they did it right, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and it caught me off guard. I was it, like, it, "What is going on?" It wasn't. It wasn't blatant in your face. It was like a creative, like you know, unexpected way to use the fart humor. And you're just like, "It was uh, fuck you. You got me." It was in the midst Fish of you. crazy, you crazy action. It was in the middle of crazy action. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "These guys are funny. They're trolling this is me. Ridiculous." Um, do you guys want to get into some what the fuck moments? Not what the fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, badass moments. Yes. Okay. There's Please. one that I really want to talk about. And it is when uh, they they uh, were, were transporting and then it gets to a black screen and you only see 
one figure and is completely silent. And the whole audience was silent. I'm trying to remember. Cause this sounds- How do you not remember that? That was so badass. Because not only was it visually stunning, it was like the the sound design for it. They had you, at least in the IMAX release of this, had you with the sound alone feeling like you're being pulled through a jet engine. Where were like they transporting? Zooming. They were just being transported from them in the sky and they got transported all the way back to like the 28th dimension in pure black and then they got flash forwarded and that's when they were like we can hold hands and the power of friendship will be able to activate the chaos oh, pearl okay okay now i remember yeah. yes that was an intense moment and everybody was silent but that yeah, that's what i mean like the audio could have set that scene itself because it was so crazy and so loud and then just before we get to the black, it started slowing down, and then we're in the black, and the audio is just cut, dead, dead cut, silent. But the thing is, is like you're saying, all the audience is also just feeling it, like. And the IMAX screen is huge, so to see only one main care or two two characters dead center, mm-hmm. and everything is black, that was crazy. Uh, I have a badass moment. Um, the first fight between Ao Bing and Neja on the on the beach uh everything they do is martial arts is kung fu Mm -hmm. but in this particular fight you really do see them using the forms both of them and you see uh ao bing using uh tai chi so he was like up until that moment nobody could really stand up to neja and you finally see a formidable opponent for him and he was using his own force because because Neja is like a force and he's like a fucking tank and he would just take anything out in his path. And Al Bing was like just redirecting his attacks and it was it was great. I loved it. My personal badass moment is actually right after that when they play with the birdie together. <laughs> that oh, hit me in my feels so hard. Right there. I was like good show good show um this one was a heart wrencher like i know i heard (laughs) how long was our movie it was two hour movie okay out of two hours it didn't feel like two hours though it it had me yeah it had my heart wrenching like every 10 minutes i feel like every 10 minutes i was like i'm not crying why are you crying alex and then like the on the flip side, I'd stop crying for 10 minutes and Alex would start crying for 10 minutes. Like, dude, <laughs> why is it always? I'd like, I can't, like, with adult movies where, like, the feelings are a little more relatable. Nah, you just don't but, even. But fucking kid movies into the Spider Verse and this movie, I'm just like, <laughs> and Patty kept on, like, Patty, I kept hearing Patty, I couldn't tell. I feel like most of them were laughs and some of them were sobs. Yeah, (laughs) they were, yeah, um, because you you really do like the character of Neja uh, because he's, even though he's like a, I mean, he's a troubled kid, you know what I mean? He's a punk ass and and you you really get to the the heart of why he's upset. Yeah, you understand why. Because he's just been, he's just been 
messed with his whole life. Yeah. And looked down upon him, and people would just want to get rid of him. He but just, he never knows why. He just wants a friend. Just dealt mm-hmm. a bad hand. I think another important, like, pin into that story as well is that uh, closer to the end of the movie, you can really see that Nezah doesn't blame his parents. Yeah. Right? That was a really, really oh, specific... Feels. That yeah. was a really specific conclusion that I wasn't expecting was, like, for Nezah to, like, understand that his mom especially was just trying to like her hardest to help him but like doesn't blame his dad for going off to to do a bunch of com- demon seal banishment exor- exorcism things like, yeah 100 percent. like and he the the thing that really got me that was not expecting at all this is my personal what the fuck moment is big spoiler alert big spoiler alert spoiler Big spoiler alert <laughs> is that he actually comes to terms with like, okay, wait, like my own death could solve this thing. Yeah. That was like, yo, this is not what I was expecting from a kid's movie. That's a mature ass three year old. This was yeah. a really deep coming of age story. That's what right. it was. Yeah. You really got to see him grow up. Yes. Um, and it ended so well. Such a good ending. Um, it wasn't neat. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, all right, he lives, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything goes back to normal. No, nah, man. He, like He definitely got lots of scrapes. There's going to be some shit that's going to go on, and, and he's definitely not done. His, his work is not done. Uh, how about every single fight scene in this movie, guys? Was phenomenal. They, like I even, was saying, even when they were were playing with the birdie, those scenes were phenomenal. Or how about when they were chasing down that paintbrush? It was all it was it crazy, was really what? good. What? And, and they laced in humor and just I don't know, I loved it. They did some some stuff with this movie that you can't do with regular movies, where they have just one complete shot, mm-hmm. and it looks like it just it was it was one take. They they spent. Like every like, on every every fight scene, they put in a hundred percent. And the work. camera work was like, Whoa. yeah, it added to the to the three D uh, yeah. yeah. aspect of it. In particular, that like first time that uh, oh, I was really far away from the mic on that one. Sorry, because I thought I was yelling. <laughs> in particular. That that really really long like like putting what both of you guys are saying about enhancing the three D visuals and making it feel like it was one take, in particular when the immortal teacher puts Neza into like that tree bark like canoe and just like where you gotta go on a magic carpet ride and I can show you the whole world like that was like the most insane just water turning into ice like sled ride effects you know what for him like it was all one take like you said yeah and for him being like such a comedic relief and like kind of like the butt of the jokes in this movie he had a really important badass moment at the end Mm -hmm. where he just kind of went into the fray of everything risked his life um for the family for you know yeah it also has me uh questioning more about what different stories we can find on chinese mythology because there's another 
some sort of like demon exorcist named Zhong Kui mm-hmm. or Zhang Kui. But that's what I was thinking of the whole time when I saw that character. And you think that's who it might be? Uh, to be fair, it's because I I place might, as I have mentioned before. I sponsor me. <laughs> um, I do have a what the fuck moment. If you get oh well, no, let's give it our number rating. What do you guys? I'll start us off. I think I want to give this. Ah, damn man, I'm trying to find something wrong with it. I can't. I can't find anything wrong with this movie, and it just makes me so excited for the sequel. Can can before you give this number rating? Yeah, I want you to post this online so people can see it. But look at this movie poster, dude! It looks so badass. It is so insane. Yes, yeah, let, let that let that soak into your send, number rating. Send that to me. The visuals are amazing. Oh my god! Also, I demon have to, mode I have to watch also. it again because there was just so much to look at. It's a ten out of ten. Because I want to watch it again immediately too. I do. I really want to watch it again. It's you know 10 how out I of 10. you know what has been stuck in the back of my mind on why oh, you gave man. it a ten out of ten. Why is that? It's because they had really stupid fart jokes and you didn't think that they were the worst thing ever. They got me. Oh, can can <laughs> I also? A 10 out of 10. I was can like, I, uh, he's gonna give it a high rating. Can I also <laughs> mention how Alex said that he enjoyed this movie that was in 3D and usually he doesn't enjoy 3D Whoa. movies at all. Yeah, he usually he hates. hates he rather not see it in. 3d but he mentioned in this review how the 3d uh helped uh envelope him into this this world you guys know why i gave it a 10 out of 10 more than i know like that's family and besides (laughs) besides the bro ship of this movie this is definitely this is a family bro movie yeah with uh just a lot of heart yeah it's dope yeah what's your number rating i give it uh-huh. I won't. Yeah. I won't stare into your eyes I as you say don't it, because I won't be disappointed with it. I give it. I really, my heart wants to give it a nine out of ten. <laughs> I was gonna give it an eight out of ten, but I just really want to see this movie again, yeah. and I want everybody to see this movie. It's high up there. Can I tell you what my favorite quote of the movie was? Please. Uh, at the end, he goes, "If fate is not fair." Fight it till the end. Yeah. I was like, yo. I was like, okay, this is my movie now. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of people will say, okay, that's just your fate. That's just your fate. And they'll accept it. Um, But just, if you don't like your fate, you just fight it till the end. Yeah. I mean, do you want to live your life just knowing that you rolled over and accepted your shit? Or you, or you just... or do you want to live your life knowing that you worked hard for whatever you got? Yeah. I think, I think that's a great message for kids and we yeah. need that shit. In they, Disney movies. <laughs> you can change your fate. Yeah. You, you don't have to be the princess that is saved. You can save yourself. You can be Mulan. Right. Shit. It's 2019. You can be the princess that goes say other princesses. You do what you want to do. Does that make me, uh, what's that girl from Wreck-It Ralph? movie what's her name rose sarah silverman sarah, I, I only know that the actual actresses and act, sarah or the silverman. actual actors oh my god what's yeah. your number rating june i never give perfects okay. we know that we we all know that however yes <laughs> this 
is a nine out of ten. Oh, I was bated breath there. Nine I was very, very close to giving it an eight out of ten, but the surprise factor of literally, I've seen incredibly low, like very, very little, if at all, any advertisement anywhere. Uh, coupled with, I didn't even know that we were going to go see this. I was just thinking, like, yo, that looks like a cool movie, and then. We're at the theater and I'm like, oh. hey, Brian, where are we, bud? Brian. All right, man. Brian, what, what, what ticket are you buying? Stop. Let me just buy the tickets. I'm, oh. just, I'm gonna buy them, okay? Don't worry about it. Oh, shit. I forgot my ID. Oh, we're not turning around. Okay. I'll tell you right. how to check that later. Right. <laughs> um, I'm so smooth uh, with that trick. Uh, that was the, good. It's called the slate of hand. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, if there's something in the movie that could be questionably lacking was actually, for me, uh, music. And that Mm. wasn't because it wasn't good. It was just that I was having so much fun with everything else. I couldn't have it. I didn't have a chance to really appreciate any of the music that was showing up other than the, like climax of the movie the last half hour of the movie where everything is just badass all the time like there in that particular instance what little music does come through should already be helping you or you should already be like on a really massive like action high at this point yeah and i mean whatever music comes through is already just like yeah keep it going keep it going full steam if we could just like transpose the shrek music soundtrack onto this the Merced that's that would have been his first 10 out of 10 I feel slightly offended because I don't think you actually appreciate how good the Shrek is I'm actually like not knocking it it's an amazing Shrek was actually great it's just that because of pop culture and internet memes there are so many things that are just hilarious and one thing that'll never die is that somebody once told me damn it I always mispronounce that word Guardi- Guardians. It's slight. It is slight. It's not slight. From, I always want to say Teen Titans. I know it's slight. Um, no Shrek or Guardians of the Galaxy is what Shrek was for animated movies back in the day. Because I think that was what made that movie so like distinct was was the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, watch when you replay this, you're gonna hear me say. Slight. <laughs> yeah, totally slight. Why'd you say so? Why'd you say slight? But then I was like, slate? I was like, man, which one? I'm um, like, oh. all right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, end end this with my what the fuck moment. Slight of hand. It slide was of hand. when Neja threw the little kid back at the demon because Al Ping, Al Bing rescued her first and he's like nah bitch the only one doing rescuing today is me here demon take him back all right motherfucker we're gonna do this right my comment to that is that the kid didn't have any lines i know. the kid was just literally like <laughs> okay she got swallowed at some point yeah like she's getting digested and then speaking s- of thrown like up. speaking of with like out really big spoilers because we're trying to end the podcast like just go see this movie because I mean how much damage does a fully petrified stone man carrying a stone child <laughs> deal 
A lot, apparently. A lot. That's at least twenty percent <laughs> in Super Smash Brothers. Can you slightly edit some of my slight mistakes? Yes, I can slightly ed- ed- edit it. <laughs> oh, slate, perfect. Yeah, I believe he is slated to put it into the edit. Uh, yeah. Edit chart. I'm slightly tired. <laughs> <laughs> you do look slightly tired. Uh, do you have a what the fuck moment to kick it off? Whoa, at the very end, when we find out that they're planning a trilogy. Yas. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow us and DM us at HSTSC33 on Instagram and on Slide Twitter. Slide into those DMs. And on Facebook. And Slide those Twitters. Slide into those DMs. And on yeah. our website. On Facebook, we're uh, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends about this. I know a lot of you have been telling your friends and giving us such awesome feedback. We really appreciate it. We want to continue to uh, bring you more awesome content and just improve upon that. Take your friends to the movies like this movie. Yeah. And then tell people about our podcast where we told you about taking your friends to see this movie where they can go to this, you know, movie. Mm Mm-hmm. About like the craziest China boy, where you know you guys can continue to listen to us, and then and then like we can go to the movies 